This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade, where each week we discuss the construction landscape in Central Ohio. I'm your host, Bryce Jacob from J.S. Brown and Company. I'm here with Greg Hansberry. Yo. How's it going, man? I'm ready to infotain. Infotain. That's what we do every week right here on Above Grade is infotain. Now, Greg, we had our millionth episode just recently. It was a big milestone. It was a big milestone. Still getting champagne out of the carpet. Yeah. And uh, and so you're learning a lot. Actually, you're kind of becoming an expert at this point. Yeah, yeah I guess I, mean, I am. Each well. week we've been evaluating that. For the first several Probably the first couple months, you were really leveraging this show mm-hmm. to enhance your romantic experiences with your wife through the jargon, mm-hmm. Schluter, right. standing scene, yes, yeah, words like that. But have you taken it to a new level? I have. I've been talking about uh, like humidity percentages in the basement, mm. you know, those kind of mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, anytime and, and I can throw big w- raise words the around. humidity yeah. by chance, all that talk. Yeah. I don't kiss and tell, Bryce. All right. Okay. But let's just say I had to... Put that dehumidifier on overdrive. All right. Well, then you do kiss and tell. So, because I read between the lines and so did our listeners. Well, this week's a great week because we've got a guest in here that's a good friend of mine. We've done some projects together. He's doing a personal project for me as well, which we'll talk about and find out the progress on that today. That's why I have you here is to put you on the spot. I got Phil Hicks. He's with Created Hardwood. Welcome, Phil. Appreciate it. Yeah. Great to have you here. So, uh, Created Hardwood. Folks, if you haven't heard about it or seen it, you're not driving around the city because you guys are on billboards all over the place advertising your live edge wood that you guys handcraft yourselves. Yep, that's right. Yeah, we've got uh, right now we've got six six rotating billboards or so, and uh, man, million millionth show. Yeah. That's, that's super. I, I don't think I've been <laughs> on a show that's then done a million. So it's yeah, huge. we made that up. Glad actually. to be here. So yeah. <laughs> so if you do the math, I would have been. St- starting this before I was born. Uh, so yeah, we, I think it's fantastic. We just had a lot of unsuccessful ones because there's only about 12 of them that are out there. So anyway, but Phil, we're glad to have you here. And uh, let's talk a little bit about Created Hardwood and how you got started because your your company is fairly new to Columbus. Isn't that right? It is. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. It started off as a hobby uh, about two, about two and a half years ago. So those are the best jobs. Right, the when hobby, your hobby jobs? turns yeah, when they turn into a career, so yeah, you're doing something can, you they, love. Yeah, I think it sometimes be a little bit more fun as a hobby, but uh, <laughs> business side of it also it, it can have its perks too. But um, yeah, so my dad, my dad started it as a hobby. Um, he's about seventy years old. He's been retired for a while, and he's always had a thing for wood products. He actually used to sell stairs. That was his uh, career way back when. But did he build them as well? Uh, his company did. Okay. So he had he had knowledge of it, but you know I, I wouldn't say he's an expert craftsman like the people we have working on the stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm not either. Last time I picked up a saw, I ended up in the hospital, which was <laughs> which was no fun. But it all worked out. I still have all my fingers. So just by picking it up, huh? Didn't even turn it on. They just, oh, really? Yep. You're that bad. Horrible. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jeez. No, but uh, I hear we had a guest on last week that we were trying to encourage to use power tools that had only really used screwdrivers. And uh, so I go back and tell Jill not to even even touch a saw. (laughs) It's not plugged in. Crazy stuff can happen. But um, but yeah, he buddied up with a couple uh, Amish guys and they started talking about this this live edge slab thing, which I'll get into uh, details on what that is. But um, they said, hey, let's let's. 
let's slab some of these trees and, and build a couple tables out of it. So um, the idea was to just slab and sell the slabs raw, but then they made the mistake of finishing one. And after they saw what it could actually turn into, they were like, man, we got to finish all of these things. So next <laughs> thing you know, they had 20 of these things without really much of a business plan. And uh, my brother, John, who's also in the business with me, took some interest and then I took some. And uh, next thing you know, we're, we're turning in our notices to our employers and <laughs> awesome. going full force at this thing. So, um, so yeah, it's been exciting. So when was that you joined your brother and your father? Uh, so turned my notice in uh, March 1st, started April 1st of 2017. Yeah, so wow. over a year ago, huh? Yeah. So a year and a half Yeah. That's pretty amazing. And where did you turn your notice into? Where were you working? So if you I, can mention or if there's No, a... I can mention. It was, I, was, I worked for uh, the Germains for the last 12 years. So I was the general manager at the Mercedes store at Easton. Okay. And... Uh, told them what was going on and they said, wait, you're, you're going to do what? I'm like, I know it's, it's kind of crazy, but it's, it's pretty cool. So, um, so yeah, I did that. And then my brother, John, uh, has an industrial background degree. He worked for, uh, Disney. He was a graphic designer for them and also did some marketing. So, um, yeah, we're, we're full time, full go at this thing now. Going well. Yeah. It's been, it's been great. Um, you're not moved- trying to get your job back over at Jermaine, are you? No, but I, I stay in touch just in case you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't burn any bridges. No, right. no, they've been they've been great though. They've actually uh, supported us with a couple couple purchases, but uh, but no, we're a lot of really exciting things are happening. We opened up a showroom in the short north. Um, getting in with actually, you were the first designer in town. I think we got in with, with yeah. a conference table. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's. It's really exciting. Uh, it's a it's a really big thing going on right now, and there's lots of different applications for it. Yeah, and I think you know it's you you've learned this about me just knowing me in the short time that we've we've known each other. But you know, I have a an affection for uh, the the craft of working with wood, and I like old wood. I like to see it in its natural state, kind of like you guys taking a slice right. of a tree right. and and uh, making that into something beautiful. And I gravitate towards barn wood and all those things, as everyone knows. And so it's nice to see you coming into the area because we, you go down to home shows or whatever it might be, and there's a few companies that do that, but you guys do it to a level that's, in my opinion, far superior than what I've seen done out there as far as how your quality of production and finish is. Yeah, and thank you. Yeah, well, you're welcome, and that's why we wanted that conference room. And you know, you said, "Hey, do you want a conference room table?" Where everyone was just drooling of having that in because we have homeowners that come in and they see that, and they are so impressed with the quality finish. You can't help but run your hands over it. You know, that's the that's, thing. You know, you got something beautiful, exactly. but people can't take their hands off of it. That's on, on our uh, video. It's on our website too. It says the first thing you want to do is is touch it. It's really funny. Like trade shows, I'll see people walking up and. They'll walk up like they're zombies. They're literally, they have their hands Staring out. Staring at it, yeah. They're like, what is this? And people even ask us, they're like, is it, is this actual wood or is it stone? And um, that's obviously, <laughs> it's wood, but it's just, it's just a matter of, of taking your time. Um, we spend a lot more time on our product than probably some of our competitors, um, but it's, it's totally worth it. It puts out a product that's just unbelievable. Yeah. Well, you've been gracious enough that when we've had trade shows that you've lent us a table you know, that we have in our booth for, oh, yeah. for guests to come up and they sit down and they lean against it. And, and it's true. They come walking up 
and it's I don't know if it's good or bad that it's in our booth, to be honest with you, because so many people come up and they talk about the table. And I'm like, do you see what's behind me? Do you see? <laughs> We're a remodeler. Look, look, look over my shoulder for a second. And uh, so many people just love the table, but it starts a conversation. So it's a really wonderful piece for a conversation star. We generally get people, you know, who rub their hands all over it. So we always have right. Purell, you know, around. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, they, they ask if we make those and, you know, we tell them who does. And it's nice. You do a nice little touch, put a little coin which yep. is your little logo. The right. coin is embedded into the end of all your tables, kind of like your idea. emblem, which is yeah. really kind of fun to see. Yeah. Yeah. We really like doing that. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, from when we first started doing this, we were we were really trying to go after you guys because we wanted to be associated with your brand because you guys have been around for 40 years. As long yeah. as I know. And, yeah. um, you know, anytime you go to a trade show, you see J.S. Brown all over the place. So, um, yeah, we're excited to be partners with you. Yeah, well, good. Well, hopefully together we can leverage more opportunities to, to get the product in the market. But let's talk about it. How you, how do you do this? Okay, so I think everyone who's listening probably can envision a slice of a tree or they've seen maybe live edge material before. And what, what, what do we, Let's clarify what live edge really means for listeners. So the easiest way to imagine it, um, all of our wood, I should say this, is, is responsibly sourced. So it's it's trees that have uh, come down for commercial or safety reasons or oil and gas where they're taking down um, lots of trees. So we can get these logs um, and turn them into what we do. So imagine a log laying on its side um, and then we just slab it from end to end um, and the edges of them are going to be the natural form of the, the tree. So you're going to have a little variation in it. So um, like you said, it's it's a conversation piece. People mm-hmm. will look at it and be like, what? what what is this thing? Yeah. Why does it look like this? Um, but we also do a really nice job of um, not making it too rustic. Um, some styles are going to be, you know, ones that you would just want to put in a log cabin or something. But um, the way we do ours, the, the way we incorporate our bases, uh, the way we do finish ours, it can go in something that's um, ultra contemporary or it can go in a, a log cabin type place. But um, the one that we're doing for you right now is mm-hmm. obviously not slabbed like I just explained. So that that would be one that's slabbed long ways, like almost like a rectangle. Like a cookie. Yours, is a, co- yours is a cookie. <laughs> yeah. I love saying that. <laughs> cookie cuts. Yeah. So um, well, with the story behind that, <clears throat> which um, is really kind of fun, is several years ago, you know, during, during the storm Katrina, you know, the hurricane that came through that everybody knows about, the after effects of that storm whipped up through Ohio. And I have these two enormous silver maples. They were the largest silver maples in our in our neighborhood, and uh, they came down in that storm. And I was devastated by it because they were, they shaded our whole house and it changed yeah. our changed our uh, landscape immediately. And just a curb appeal it was really unfortunate. And I wanted to do something with the tree, which I've had bowls made and done all kinds of things out of the out of the tree. Right. But um, the one I asked our arborist, can you just slice a cookie out of this thing so he did and it's a did you call it a cookie no i said i just i want to um what did i say like i will a slice a tree yeah disc. yeah disc I, isn't yeah. as fun no, cookie, cookie's way better i, I kind of like cake i kind of like to eat a Pancake. lot all the yeah. time a so. wheel yeah <laughs> some wheel a wheel wheel <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i asked for uh asked for him to, to to cut that thing which you saw so it was yeah four feet uh, across so it's pretty good mm-hmm. and uh so it's a nice side make a really nice table 
and this is easy for me to talk about because my wife, this is a gift for, for my wife and uh, she doesn't listen to the show. So I don't, I'm not really worried <laughs> about, you know, popping the surprise bubble on this one. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we, uh, you're, you're working on it now, but I had it sitting in my shop. So this happened, what year was that? 2006 or something like that? Or was it seven or eight, maybe Listen somewhere in there. But when that tree came down, um, I had that thing cut and it's been in my, it's been in my wood shop ever since. And I got it to you just a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and you've thinned it out. I'm yep. eager to see pictures. You got any of it right now? Uh, yeah, actually, it's, I do. It's, sta- oh, it's man, not. I can't it's wait not. To see. It's stacked on top of a couple other ones, but yeah, yeah I got something. To well, show just you. so it's on top. Yeah, yeah. But it has a crack in it because as it dried out, it it got a it got a split. Right. And so, which is kind of neat. You're going to put some bow ties in there. Wood bow ties in. Set. What wood are you using on that? Walnut. So Walnut. yeah, that's yeah. so splits are. You know, splits 20 years ago, you look at it and you're like, oh man, that's, that's a shame that happened. But when you get that sort of thing going on, it's, it's character because yeah, I love it. we do, we're going to do a walnut bow tie. So it's going to be a real nice contrast. Um, there's going to yeah. be two of them, right? Like a big one and then a small one in that. I think that's what we decided, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, two, yeah. But yeah, we're excited to, we're excited to do that one. That one's going to turn out just awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see that thing come together. So that's kind of fun because that's a part of, you know, that was a tree I had in my yard. And just like you said, and, I, and this is something I'm really proud of you guys for, is you're not harvesting the trees to produce these. You're taking advantage of trees that have to come down for um, for the reasons that you described yeah, earlier. Right, exactly. So, or, or the nuisance trees. Um, um, I get a lot of calls from people asking us if we'd be interested in taking one of their trees down. Um so I should just clarify, the only thing that we're interested in is walnut trees that are 36 inches or wider. That's what I was going to yeah. ask, because, you, you know, they come in all shapes and sizes. You can't use, you know, little guys. So right. So you specifically use the walnuts. Well, plus we get, the, the majority of the ones we get, we can get within 50 miles from our shop, sure. which is in Holmes County. So there's just so much oil and gas business going on up there that mm. um, there's they're just, there's plenty of them. because of available. fracking? It, it is because of fracking. Yeah. 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 No, they're doing, um, you know, some of these farmers up there have a hundred acres and they're coming in and saying, Hey, we'll offer you $5,000 an acre and give you mineral rights. So they're like, uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's, uh, there's lots of trees that are available and sometimes people will just show up at our, our plant, um, back in Holmes County with an 18 wheeler and a huge log in the back of it and say, Hey, I've got a walnut do you want to come out and look at it and see if you're interested it's yeah. kind of fun when that happens but um but yeah we don't just point at a tree that's out in the middle of a field and say hey let's take Cut that down. beautiful tree down and yeah yeah turn it into this so yeah there's plenty of stuff to get the right way to where we can so i'm curious when you when you do take a tree down how much of it is actually usable we never know yeah. um that's kind of what's fun uh one we got in Maslin, it was this really big walnut that somebody got a hold of us. And, um, you know, my brother John and I were talking about what we wanted to do. And the plan was to do some 14-foot conference tables and then some 7-foot uh, dining room tables. So, And we saw the tree, and the shape of it was just perfect for that. So when we got it back to our mill, we did a cookie cut on it. Mm-hmm. We'll do a cookie cut just to make sure that, you know, there aren't any holes in it. Well, there was a huge hole in it. It was mm. about uh, <laughs> about six feet. So wow. when, we, when we saw that, we were like, oh, man, that's a that's a bummer. But it really wasn't because what we decided to do was make a bunch of cookie cuts. And then we had all these 
uh, cookies slash desks around pieces um, that we could put a piece of glass on. Mm-hmm. So the outside was walnut and then the inside was a, a glass insert, which turned mm-hmm. out awesome. So you never know what you're going to do. You can have a plan, but until you actually get in there, plans kind of change. So the live edge is just the outermost part of the tree that's exposed. Exactly. That you you so, remove the, the bark from, isn't that correct? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, almost all the time we'll remove the bark unless somebody specifically requests it. But um, there's just really no, there's really no great way to secure the bark to stay on all the time. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's why we usually opt to take it off. I was talking to um, a man, Jim Lithopolis, who's a, um, he makes wooden bowls. And uh, he had a lot of bark on his bowls and real thin, just trim a bark around it. And I said, how do you keep the bark from flying off? He said, you have to, you have to cut them down or harvest it in the winter. Right. And, and so it was really interesting when he said that, because he said, you do it any other time of year, the bark's just going to come right off. But if you harvest it in the winter, then the bark has a better opportunity for staying. It still doesn't guarantee it will, but right. no, you know, it certainly increases the odds of it remaining. Huge difference if you do it that way. Um, if you don't harvest it during that time, it's going to come off almost immediately. But yeah. If you if you do harvest it during that time, it's it does have a chance to last a little bit longer, but it it's still you know it, it'll still probably come off from time to time. Yeah, and I know this is the thing that's so nice about your tables is when you do finish them, yeah, like you've been doing. Um, like you're doing with mine as I, I had the bark on mine. I, at one point I was like, yeah, I really want the bark on there just to show the edge to edge beauty of that thing. Mm-hmm. And now after having seen your tables, once you smooth that edge off, sand it down, get rid of all the rough points, you can't help. That's where people can't help from touching it. It's just so smooth. It's hard right. to believe that it's wood and you can't get a splinter and you rub your hands all over it and it's just fantastic. So yeah, I'm excited about this ta- this table because the shape of that trunk my cookie yep. isn't just perfectly round it has a couple little bumps in it and it has you know um that has some really interesting imperfections which to me are those perfections right it. that's what our, our website says perfectly imperfect but <laughs> um but yeah it is it is all smooth to the touch but um we also really guard against sanding too much because we want to really highlight the live edge too and um we use three different types of sandpaper. So the one we finished with is 320, which is literally about as coarse as your fingertip. Yeah. Um, so that's how you have the really cool live edge, but have it be, you know, super smooth to the touch. I mean, it's so smooth. You won't even snag your clothes either. Yeah. Yeah. That's so important. You can have a silk blouse. Like I know you like to wear and yeah, you don't have to worry about me. You've seen me. Snag. I know. Yeah. It's very nice. Well, it takes the JS Brown logo so well. It does. So that's, that's very, why, very that's why pretty. we do that. Yes. Yep. And speaking of silk, you have a white glove uh, delivery service, isn't that right? <laughs> nice. Speaking of being really fancy Yes. Here. Nice transition. Yeah, we do. Um, so uh, d- depending on if you buy from our store down at, in the short north, it's at 16 uh, West Poplar Avenue. It's right next to Hyde Park and uh, Bar 11 in the short north. It's ironic, though, because you don't build anything out of these, these, your furniture out of Poplar. Actually. But it is a wood. We, uh, we've got three 21 foot slabs we just came across. Oh, really? Poplar. Yeah. And awesome. they are incredible. Well, good. Yeah. People were like, did they name that street after you? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You always <laughs> say yes when that kind of question comes up. Of course. No, we've just been there six months. So we lucked out into that. But, um, but yeah, white glove, uh, delivery, <laughs> we can do, um, 
you know, where we'll bring it to your house and set it up, remove any debris. Um, so you literally don't have to, to lift a finger. Um, we can wear white gloves upon request. We aim to please. Uh, Otherwise it's just glove service. Yes. Yes. And, and no, I think it's, uh, I think it's actually booties. batting gloves we use. Those are actually really good for <laughs> really? gripping. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. But, uh, but we also obviously have pickup at the store too. Um, so, uh, we probably sell half of what's at the store and then the other half are, are people saying, I love this piece, but I'm looking for um, something a slightly different size. And in that case, we can go to our Ross Lab inventory. Um, we usually have somewhere in the range of five to 600 Ross Labs. So we've mm-hmm. got a really big mm-hmm. uh, inventory of that. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that was a good segue. And this is a good time for our... Tip of the week. You got it. Ding, 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 ding. Our tip of the week. So we're going to roll right into that tip of the week and guess what it has to do with Phil? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Can't wait to hear. That's really one of the worst efforts of guessing. Uh, White gloves? No. (laughs) At least you tried. It's time for the tip of the week. If you have a home with natural wood floors or natural wood handcrafted furniture, be sure to keep an eye on your humidity levels in your home. Too much moisture in the air can lead to warping and cupping of your natural wood. Too much moisture from the air and the wood will shrink and even split. So keep your humidity levels between 40 and 50% for normal, healthy, relative humidity and your wood will love you forever. And you'll love that wood forever too. And so speaking of humidity levels, this tip segues because this is the show of perfect segues all of a sudden. Talk to me about, you know, you cut, you have this wood that you harvest. Mm-hmm. It has moisture in it. Yep. You can't just cut it and stain it and finish it and get it out to someone's home. What's the process of drying that wood out and getting it so it's, you cut it, you finish it, it's not going to change shape? Yeah, it's it's just, you know, time is the, is the most important thing. A, a guy that um, has been doing this for a really long time, he's over in Good Hope, Pennsylvania, um, he said, the best advice I can offer you is when you get a slab, or I should say a log that you're just chomping at the bit to finish, after you slab it, put it in the back of your storage spot and forget about it for a year. I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, you just have to let this stuff air dry forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't slab it and force it into a dry kiln. Well, you could, but you're going to have, you're not going to have as, as stable of a product. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to take your time. You got to let it air dry until the moisture gets around 30% or better. Um, that's kind of what we found is the, the safe spot to put it in the kiln. And then once it does go in a kiln, uh, the goal is to get it from six to, to 12%. Um, and by doing that, that's going to give you, uh, give you a pretty stable product. But it's funny, you're talking about the humidity and moisture levels, um, 40 to 50 in our, uh, in our, retail showroom that's exactly where we keep ours and i just had to turn off my dehumidifier last week mm-hmm. and now we're using the humidifiers oh are you yeah. yeah but um but yeah it's it's a if it's dried properly it's going to be awesome um it's not a product that you look at and think is gorgeous but have to be afraid to use it's it's kid friendly um it's just a it's the best of both worlds i guess i would say so we've been talking a lot about what you do and we're talking about wood but let's talk about what you actually use it for you know we've got live edge what you've got tabletops that's one mm-hmm. one that we talked about but you don't just do tables no we don't that's what we started out doing is you know coffee tables uh dining tables um we actually were using some of our scrap wood or off for cutting boards um 
but cutting boards, especially this time of year, are so hot with with the gift season um, that some of these orders we're having to go in and cut up full slabs to make these things. So uh, we do cutting boards, um, and then we're starting to get more and more into the commercial side, uh, conference tables, uh, private dining rooms for uh, some restaurant groups, um, kitchen islands and countertops. Those have been something really cool mm-hmm. we've been doing. That's what I was thinking, a cool bar top. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. We just did, uh, we actually just did a, a map of Burl, which is our first map of Burl one that we've done in the area. Um, over in Dublin, that's just incredible looking. It's got the craziest edge I've ever seen on wood. Hmm. Just really wild looking. So um, I bet that's awesome. Yeah. Wine, wine racks. The, the only thing we really don't do, we don't do hardwood floors. Right. Um, we don't do. People have asked us to do walls. I mean, we've had people that have bought slabs just to put behind their desk, so we can we can do that. But that's probably as far as we get into to walls. Yeah. Well, I know but, you do headboards. Headboards. Yeah, headboards are great. Um, we do. Uh, you probably know more than, than I do about what we do. <laughs> well, I got put a few me on more, the spot. A few more we you do, haven't even listed. We do. That I uh, remind we you just of. came out with a new line of uh, credenzas and entertainment stands that are really, really awesome. Yeah. Um, and then you're doing desks. one for our office, the vanity top. The vanity top. Yep. Yeah. We're doing vanity tops. Uh, one of my favorite jobs we've done was out in San Francisco with uh, acacia wood. Really cool vanity top, um, but yeah, it's 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 not. Uh, we're really not too limited to what we can do. We try to accommodate most requests. Every once in a while, we'll say, "Hey, that's probably probably a little out of our element," but uh, we can make almost anything. Well, you and I chatted about this, and we haven't made it happen yet, but it's still on the plans as we're updating the JS Brown facility and expanding that area. Uh, barn the, door. The bar, there you go. Right. See, I had, I had right to put it. enough bait out there. We'd get there. There it is. The the barn door, which is really cool because mm-hmm. uh, having a large slab just as a sliding barn door. Yeah. Really love that idea. And It's, uh, it's really cool because b- barn doors, the ones that you see are, are several um, several planks and then they kind of have like the cross the um, or the X on it. Yeah. Um, you right. see a lot of that stuff. But this is... It's like you said, it's a conversation piece. The really. giant slab of wood. Yeah. Now, how, how thick do you do you slice this wood? So, it, I would say on average it's about two inches. What's the thinnest you can go? Uh, one and three eighths. All right. I would say. But then, gosh, the one we did, uh, probably the worst delivery physically I've been involved with. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was uh, 12 feet long, 50 inches wide, which is big. But yeah. three inches thick. This thing literally oh, weighed seven hundred yeah. pounds. Yeah, it was brutal. But oh, uh, a lot, lot of white gloves. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. it was. There was five of <laughs> a lot us. Of sweaty brows. I was too. glad that I was glad uh, once we set it up, it didn't fall through the floor like like on Looney Tunes or something. Yeah. But, no, it, it it was it was awesome. So they they vary they vary in thickness, but usually around two inches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So I know you do the cutting boards. Van- the vanity top is really cool. I'm very excited about that one going mm-hmm. into our little powder room yep. in our in our office. And uh, you know, we're ready for, ready for that to, to take place, too. So, there's, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, the, the demand for this is really big. Where do you think the demand's coming from right now? And, and, and also, do you think it will sustain? I think it's going to sustain. Or sustain. Sustain. Can't talk right now. For quite a while. Um but some of the other stuff we do too, not everything is live edge that we do. 
Yeah. Um, we do something right. that's called a miter edge. Was that in the showroom? When yeah, you, came you showed in? me that where it, it kind of reverses. Well, it's like yeah. a it's, it's like awesome. straight cut, but the edge of it is inverted, beveled in. Yeah. It's so it's it's super cool. Um, but uh, you know it, it's it's really high right now. I think it's going to continue to be a super attractive design. Um, but for those that aren't into the live edge, like I said, we can do the straight cuts and. If you, you just know, like natural wood, yeah. Yeah, and, and the character you know, of one solid piece. Um, now, that's not to say all of our pieces aren't solid. We can do what's called a book match. You know book matches? Of course. So yeah. book matches, are, it's just two pieces that are slabbed right on top of each other and then joined kind of like a butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also do where there's several pieces joined together with a live edge on the outside too, which can be really good for price point. Um and it still gives you the all the benefits of a live edge slab. Yeah, because you have some floating shelves and just you know other uh, floating shelves are are a big thing too. Yeah. Um, and they're they're relatively like the the process if somebody wanted to do a floating shelf, um, like they want to go four feet for example, um, the floating shelf would go to them with the hardware. The back of it's routed out, so um, all the customer has to do or the contractor is just find your studs and plug it into the uh, piece of wood and the, the hardware that comes with it, it's made out of steel, so it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Assuming well, it's anchored to the stud. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes people have well, not drywall going to cut it. Yeah, yeah. We, we've heard that one. <laughs> right. And you can't use mollies. <laughs> right. you got to hit the stud. <laughs> mantles. Well, so mantles, really the only difference between mantles and floating shelves is um, most of our floating shelves are going to be around one and a half to, to two and a quarter thick. Um but man, we've done some mantles that are over six inches thick. Oh, geez. So yeah, that's you, cool. You see a lot of the reclaimed barn beams being used as mantles, which we have a small inventory of. Um, but if you do the live edge mantle, that's kind of the next the next step up. Yeah. Um, ours are finished really, really smooth to the touch. Now, they're not going to be quite at the extent of a table since you're rubbing your arms on it when you're eating, but it's still going to be finished really, really nice. Huh. Um, yeah, to see those. You don't you, do you have any over at your shop now? No. We on had one. You got to get a couple. We had one and then we sold it um and we're planning to put one up above the the little fireplace but just haven't haven't got around to doing it yet. Slacking. Well, I was thinking of something else, you know, over your shop on Poplar and also in your literature that you have. You've got mm-hmm. a really nice brochure that shows a lot of your product. One thing we haven't mentioned is couches and chairs. You know, the actual yeah. furniture we sit on, not just coffee tables and I tables. I brought my catalog in so I could actually flip through it like I know <laughs> Be reminded, you're about. around it too much. Well, hey, we, we covered it now. We're, we're good. But you, you have your seat and you have your back and then you've mm-hmm. got nice pieces of steel that bond all that together. But then you have cushions made that you yeah. would sit on because, you know, certainly don't want to sit on it and have, you know, buttons or anything on your pants, scratch it. Right. And also it's a little hard to sit on. But you've done bar stools. Heck, we just had one of you our clients. You guys uh, with us. Yeah, we did. We yep. had a client that had our home um, on the Neary mm-hmm. uh, tour of remodeling, remodeled homes. The, uh, the uh, where was it? Worthington. It was an Ita- yeah. Oh, I was thinking it was an Italian village or something. No, this one was in uh, Worthington. Okay. And we gotcha. had the four stools sitting at the island because she didn't have her stools yet. And we said, you know, you said, well, here, just use these. So we borrowed them and put them down there in her house. Well, they're there today because, you know, it was one of those things where <laughs> yeah. she said, uh, I want those. So, yeah, they're they're awesome. Um, but, yeah, the, as far as the chairs go, um, we do regular dining chairs. Um, but the things that we've been doing a lot of and oddly enough, it's it's been really big on the commercial side. We haven't done as many on the residential side, but um, 
sofa lounge chairs. Um, they're kind of similar to the Barcelona style chair. Um, we've got several different bases that we can use. Um, and like you said, different cushion colors. Um, those are all available to see on our website and we also have them at our store, but, um, the website's really cool. Uh, that my brother designed. So, um, with the, uh, with the slabs that are on there, those are the exact ones. If you were to pick one out, mm-hmm. you can even interactively add your own bases. Um, the bases come in three different colors, uh, black, bronze, and a natural color. We're actually going to add some more too, which I can talk to you about a little later oh, good. on. Cause we'll have that in our new catalog coming out. But, um, but like I said, the main thing to remember with this, I've had some people that are like, I didn't even think live edge could go in my house. It, it absolutely can. It's, you know, if you pair the right base with it, um, get the right color, it can, it can go with the most modern home or the most rustic. I'm ready to get into my house. So I'm ready to get that progress report. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Well, Phil, this is awesome. Now, if people want to go to your website, how do they do that? It's uh, createdhardwood.com, past tense create. Everybody seems to say created or creative hardware. It's not creative hardware. Createdhardwood.com. Um, and then our stores on the short north, 16 uh, West Poplar Avenue, 43215, right at the cap. So, yeah, and that's a great shop. It's a really neat building that you're in. Mm-hmm. And that's open Monday through Friday, or you have Saturday hours? So the only day we're closed is Monday. Uh, we're open mm-hmm. on Sunday as well. Sunday is uh, Sunday is 11 to 3. Saturday, Friday and Saturday we are 10 to 8. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday we're 10 to 6. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, Phil, thanks so much for coming in and telling us about Created Hardwood. We're looking forward to getting more projects sent your way and just seeing the great things you're coming up with. We'll put our heads together and see if there's things we haven't thought of that yeah. we can use that wood for because, boy, I sure like seeing it get put to good use. Yeah, no, that'll be great. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, we'll have you back one of these days to give us an update on all the great things you guys are doing, and thanks again for being here. All right. Well, we do this every week. We have a ton of fun in here in the studio right here on Above Grade. We hope you're enjoying each and every episode. Please remember to send us your requests for topics, and if you're have any interesting stories about remodeling experiences you might have had or things you want us to talk about on the air, you can do that by sending us a little bit of information at abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com, and we might even invite you on the show. If you don't want to send us anything, I'm, I'm okay with that. Greg, you okay with that? Sure, why not? All right, well, but don't do this. We, won't ha- we will have a problem with this. If you don't go to Above Grade and check us out on iTunes or jsbrowncompany.com. Rate and review us, please. Yeah, rate and review us. Let us know how we're doing. Until next week, this is Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown and Company wishing you a great week to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.